Hello, привет, sweet listeners. As usual, some weekly reflections. Sadly, no sex dreams whatsoever. Uh, but what else did I do this week? Well, a lot of checkups. You know, those annual health checkups. And this Friday, I had a shoot for a clothing brand at the beach. It was very gezellig. I was modeling in a group showing these friends vibe. And gezellig is a Dutch word. It's kind of like describing the feeling of uh, vibe and sensation when you are with people, forming this cozy, friendly vibe. It's like you are having a group dinner, uh, and that's the cre- the vibe that you create. But um, I'm I'm very tired this week. It's been a lot of appointments, and after that shoot, we went out for, on a crew uh, drinks uh, out in the city, and. I didn't sleep, so I kind of have to rush this episode. Okay, let's go. So, uh, other than that, the doctor said I'm good. Um, but um, remember, in fourth episode, I have mentioned about the blood type and the compatibility of it. I forgot to ask the doctor that. So, but yeah, it's still on my to-do list. Anyways, I also just want to reflect on last episode, talking about the dating style and uh, the click, bond, and spark method of mine. Before this episode. Uh, and after I did a vibe checking with people that I have met, mm, do I feel a click here? Mm, do I feel potential to something as in friends or acquaintance, or is it just good networking? How can I help them in a way? What value can they give me? And I have been applying my theory of you know the click bond and spark, and I tell you it really works. A lot of people I meet first, they straight go to bonded acquaintance. It's logically because you don't know each other that well enough to place the exact connection you have. The perspective of someone's type of connection they think they have with you might be different from yours, and uh, you can really differ only after a week of you know thinking about it, uh, or sometimes after several meetups with them, then you can really define more your relation you have, the, the the connection you have with the person. But yeah, that's just the life cycle with human connections. Okay, I'm going to annoy you for a bit once again, just getting out of the way. Um, if you like the podcast, give a sign by rating the podcast or spread the words. It's easier to rate than to DM me. Uh, just go for the less effort one. Uh, but I really appreciate a lot already for those who do listen, and I'm really curious to know who who you guys are. Um, so maybe in the near future, a meet and greet one on one. I was thinking, um, so you get to hear more details, get some personal face to face and quality time, perhaps. But I will let you know. So stay tuned on my Instagram as well. And um, if well, I mean, if you don't have Instagram, I, I don't know. Just <laughs> spread the words, I guess. So, anyways, thank you very much. Um, okay, that's it. Yeah, short. I really suck at this, but that's short. Let's go. So, let's check out some mu- music. Uh, I got two tracks for you to listen this time. Personally, these two it gives off the vibe of this lazy Sunday home relaxing while you are watering your plants, something like that. The first one is called No Flower by Dallas Tamira. And the second one is called Lay Down by Sun Little. Now, enjoy! Let's talk relating to health. Sex and dating all is so nice, but health is um, a learning process too. So especially things close to trash. And I'm speaking literally, mainly food wastage. I will be implementing the effect of adoption and schooling how that affects my living situations. Food wastage is something that bothers me, and that's why I want to talk about it. And I am curious to know how cautious you are with grocery shopping and what you have in in, in your house. I have, well, <laughs> I like to think that I have a stronger stomach uh, than 
most of the people because my chance of survival is bigger because I, I just eat weirdly. Uh, but I will tell you how so. The upper class people are just, you know, spoiled buying products to decorate their fridge. I don't know, let them rot and then throw it out. Like, oh, I have the money I can buy uh, later on. The anyway, so, but the food industry is so good, but oh, so cruel as well. Now, humans are so unpredictable. One day they're like, eh, let me just, oh, I just, I just want to throw a party. Let's just buy 20 bags of chips. And then next week it's like only one bag. And I mean, there should always be more than plentiful in shops. I find that people buy way too much for what they need as, as an individual. And I get it. We have the money. We have the privilege. We don't live out in the wild anymore. But for instance, when you go out having dinner, you should know your stomach capacity. Order just enough and don't order too much for your stomach. You're just going to leave it out and then it's, it's a wastage. And when you leave in the fridge, you leave it to rot. Basically, you left a decoration for your fridge. The product has been too long in the fridge. You scared to get sick? You just need to learn how to judge and use your five senses if the food is then considered trash. Just because it lands in the trash does not mean it's unedible. You can be disgusted, but seriously, what if I said I did dig trash? I will tell you that story later on. Of course, there are also limits on knowing when it's wastage and for who it applies to. I will give out tips and tricks for long-lasting food since I work at vegetable and fruit department. Now, today these are the questions I will cover. What are my living situations with food products? What grocery patterns did my family had prior to adoption? How did school play a role? And then at last, tips and tricks for a long-lasting uh, food for in your fridge. First of all, this topic is really sensitive to me when comparing to talking about dating and sex. Taboo about sex is still out there, but I'm used to talking about it. I want to get more used to uh, on talking about wastage as well. How does food in different circumstances affect my health in the long run? Simply by sharing knowledge, you will immediately look at food differently just by giving tips on what products last longer than you think. So here's an example. Spinach, we all know that. And it has this expiring... Uh, label right it's cleaned and it's unmixed with other products it's still in good condition two weeks after the expiring date the flavor does not change now of course you need to use your senses to judge if the spinach is still good okay but in general if it's a well cleaned product and dry then it should last uh, two weeks even after the expiring date so yeah but more examples i will give later so let's first discuss uh well discuss talk about my current living situation I have two roommates and one fridge and a bunch of kitchen cabins. And you know how you are as a person with buying grocery. I must say, in general, I don't have pasta. Yes, shocking. I only eat pasta when I'm out of the house, you know, in the city. How can you fuck up pasta recipes, Sean? I don't. You don't. I don't know anyone who can fuck up pasta. But I see them as more as a luxury dish. So that's, that's, that's why I eat out in town. Now, in student time... I was traumatized by students making these pasta dishes. Your pasta really sucks. We're just unexperienced. I was like, I will never own pasta in my cabin. What if those students come over and like, hey, let's go make pasta. And I'm like, nope, no half. What else is lacking in my cabin? Uh, very little grain, no flour, no canned products, no snacks or sweets, no soda. I only get ingredients when people come over. Okay, of course I do have them, but I only get them really like kind of last minute or, you know, freshly. I don't I don't leave it in my cabins for months 
or years. Now, Sean, are you a doll? You don't eat? Well, yes, thank you. I am a doll. <laughs> but seriously, is this eating disorder you are having? Yes, I keep it to a minimum so that I don't indulge myself. No, but the less you have of something, the more you admire and see them as a luxury item, in my opinion. Yes, minimalism in not only interior and outfits, but also in food as well. When I open the cupboard at my parents, I'm like, oh, damn, please finish this first. I understand parents, they always have plenty of uh, stuff, you know, and then the kids always borrow them. But it's always, well, in case, in case what? In case there will be a sand blizzard in the Netherlands? Well, in case code red. Well, that's like once or twice a year. You don't need to save all those products for the rest of the year. I have extremely low cost, around 50 euros per month on grocery as an individual. Since I work at a food wholesale, I can see how fucking lot goes to waste. Mad. And so I went on experiment. I took several packaged and unpackaged products home to see how long they will last after their so-called expiry date. And it's not what you think. I give you the tips and tricks about saving money with food later. Uh, but just because there are ditches does not mean the products is immediately bad. We all know that. We know it's for safety reasons and for customers and grocers to know the orders of, you know, the, the time. Although I understand for restaurants and cafe owners, they don't want to serve spoiled or bad quality food to their guests. So you're very cautious. But still, nobody likes wastage. There are companies in Amsterdam who take the expired products to make amazing meals out of it or give it to the shelters uh, who needs the most. But as an individual consumer, I think we can do better too against wastage and your wallet at the same time. I am sure you are cautious on what to buy against global warming and nature protection and blah, 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 because less production, less trash if we all work together. Fresh animal products is something to talk about too. They go bad faster, but please don't buy and leave in the fridge to let them rot. I know that's not our goal, duh, but I mean, we still buy too much and then leave them to rot. Obviously, we also have freezers, but still, too long in the freezer is not good either because the taste just goes meh. But guess you can argue that this is maybe one of the reasons why there are vegetarians, to minimize meat production that goes to waste. I like to think that this is the correct answer. If you have watched the trailer of documentation Dive, it shows the food industry. And a short scene shows how much meat goes to waste. That's what I'm trying to say here. So many meat wastage. Consider becoming a vegetarian as a solution maybe? When I, as a guest, go to someone's house, it's really interesting to take a look at someone's fridge. You're curious to their behavior around the house of other humans, their routines, you just want to see it, you're curious to their life. Like, hey, I'm gonna get drinks, you guys want some? And then you go to the fridge, you open it, it's like, wow, so plentiful and color for your fridge. Oh my god, you organize it like this, ha ha ha. That's what you think when you open your someone's fridge. Sometimes, I mean, in my case. But what I see is, okay, all that, but also messy, 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 stinky, stinky. Why did you buy this? Okay, okay, good choice, healthy. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, look, that's a pretty cake. Okay, that's my mind. Use that smart brain of yours. Uh, your brain can plan things ahead to minimize rotten productions. You need to buy plenty, not in case the burglar breaks the house. Uh, I mean, they'll be thankful for even more food, but I don't know, like, <laughs> they don't go for food. It's, okay, bad example, but you know what I mean. Now, let's talk about my adoption, because this is for sure uh, had an impact. Like, every time, wait, just before that, every time I'm at a restaurant and I see someone's plate still full, I'm like, dude, come on, why you have to order food over the limit of your stomach? Now I have to eat your half and I get fat. Okay, okay, adoption, uh, adoption, we're back at that. 
I was undernourished, meaning I had well-balanced diet, but the quantity was lacking. Raised on a countryside in Cambodia means you work hard for your food, physical labor. What you forget in mind is that there were no fridges to cool your colorful strawberries or freeze in your fabulous chicken. You can't spare food. I don't remember much of the household, but the behavior they had is locked safely somewhere in my brain. You pick up habits from your surroundings at that crucial age, and I was around like four or five-ish. Of course, you were also dependent on seasonal plants. Right behind and in front of the house, mango tree, cashew tree near the river east side, some watermelon, and star fruits on the west. Sounds like a holiday. Sure, but not a place to be. You know how meals work. In the Western world, sugar is everywhere. Uh, you have the money to buy sweets. Stop crying. Here's your candy. But in the rural countryside, we didn't have that luxury. We don't have extra money to buy extra、uh, goodies. So just just keep crying. No, sorry, <laughs> bad joke. I don't know how it goes. Anyways, and if I compare this with the post adoption, it's not my first thought. Oh, I have more food. Oh, I get more food now. I am in a rich beach. No, all I had in mind was to get even richer. Joke. Uh, no, but after adoption, I felt really comfortable.、Um, so just be myself. There's a whole episode about adoption on the feeding pattern before and after adoption. So check out episode number five. It's called、uh, "Just Give Me Spare Ribs." But、uh, in general, all my parents did was to let me eat what I want. Just giving me bread with cheese after a lot of rice, my stomach is going to go insane. That's why. So just let me eat whatever I want. I will get accustomed to the flavors. As a child, you don't focus on what goes in the bin.、Uh, what is global warming? What is tax? You don't pay no bill, no responsibility. My household taught me to check the data. Don't eat it if it's past the due date. It's bad for you. You're gonna get sick. I'm like, nah, liar. I had worse than this. Or they buy way too much and then they just let it simmer in the fridge and then it's rotten and then you have to throw it out. Some households are super extreme about food wastage, and some are okay, like they're considerate. And most of the household don't consider food wastage at all. They just care way too much about everything. Must be pretty. Everything must be fresh, 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 fresh. Wet. But you know, it really depends、uh, on each household. So in my case,、um, I've seen two great different example of a family household. I have talked to them many times about it, and they consider about food wastage. But they also have me, the house mouse, so all good. They know I'm right. Let's talk about schooling. The type of schooling you are in also highly affects your behavior for the rest of your life. Think about it. Before you hit your twenties, you spend most of your life at school, not even with your family. The rest of the time, you either sleep or you do your homework. So pretty much, your school has raised you up. Your family, eh, partially. Now, at this international school where I was at in the Netherlands, they offered outside of school clubs, and one of them was about you know being green. And in these textbooks, I see pictures of、uh, well rural countrysides and Asia and the living conditions. I was like, ah,、oh, yeah, this is all so familiar. And did I mention I dig trash? Well, this is the moment. So for this club, I learned how to make our school and the home more sustainable and green. And the experiment was to take out all the trash, open it, dig in, guys, and from there separating the trash according to their rightful categories after recording them. And man, would you not believe it? So many food as well has gone to waste. And also in art class, yes, I did art as well.、Uh, I had this project. 
about fungus and molds and there was this period I was very inspired by them. It was very abstract if you think about it and I see a lot of potentials in them. So what I did was, you know, I got the food um, or at least I find food that are nearly expired. I scraped off the molds and use it as paint. Yes, very nice. And I was like, parents, I see your yogurt has gone bad. That risotto after three days, please keep this for my project. They're like, okay, cool, thanks. And here's another viewpoint of mine for some period. I see a lot of stuff with an art viewpoint, okay? And this is still my idea for my photography project. Because at that time, I studied photography. You know, when you finish your meal on this fancy-ass artsy plate, then you have this smudgy sauce of food left over. I see art on the plate, okay? So just move a little bit those leftover crumbles and seeds and the leftover sauce, smudge it a little bit further or something, take away the cutleries, put some nice lightning to it and shoot it. And then there you go, you have art. At least that's what I see. Now this way of thinking or the way I explained it does not sound very attractive, I get that. So what I'm saying is that I just have different thoughts. There are so many cultural backgrounds with food as well. In Asia, people find all sorts of food that the Westerns are not used to and vice versa. In my experience, on the countryside, I ate fried spiders, ate unripe mangoes, ate chicken feet, banana flowers, ants who crawled in and out of the meat. There were no fridges. Yup, I ate that too. Beans that grow on land. Plug them without washing them. Maybe ate some worms along. Sands and dirt along too. I didn't always wash my hands. Now these habits were all in the past and I built a strong immune system. I have lived with the least, drank not so cleanest water. We managed the supply and the supply had its natural packaging that is also edible. So for example, banana, the leaves of it, you can eat that one too. You can make something out of it. So we had less wastage. What I had observed in the past from my biological family and the combination of education will remain for the rest of my life, of course. Calculating just the right amount of supply and living with the minimum processed food as much as possible to form least wasted food. I understand when I grow my own mini people, babies, I will raise them to see both worlds, the poor and the rich. I'll kick them out of the house so and then. Let them live on the farm, build your immune system, get educated and then come back to me. Be as strong as your mama, okay? Okay. I have said enough about that. Time for some tips and tricks about food that last longer than you think. Now we know they can last very long time. And long, I mean by two weeks past the expiring date. Flavors does not get affected, okay? So the following products apply for those that are washed and packaged in their own assortment. And has to be kept in the fridge, of course. So spinach, arugula, lamb's lettuce, all sorts of kales, hard-shelled cabbages. Oh, and... I had this experiment with Brussels sprouts. Those fuckers can go a maximum of a month past the expiring data. That's crazy. Seriously, yes, I ate them. So here's another tip. This applies to all sorts of beets. You know when beets turn older when they get softer. Put them in ice cold water and leave them in the fridge between one and two days. You'll see them get hard again and all freshed up. When they get close to wrinkly, then, then don't do it. What also annoys me when I see perfectly unprocessed ripe fruits thrown out. Like, people don't even know what a ripe passion fruit looks like. They're supposed to look wrinkly, then they're more sweeter. And mangosteen? They are no longer good if their shell becomes stone. That's why it's name. You are supposed to be able to put pressure on it. Okay? So, 
I hope these tips will help you. All in all, early stage childhood and education had impacted my behavior around food wastage and built a stronger immune system. Food productions are really amazing. Luxurious flavors just keep rising. New production continues. And for me, pasta, beef, alcohol, and soda is very luxurious due to experiencing total different living conditions. So I'm going to ask you what recipes or meals is considered to be your luxury. So the next time you open someone's fridge, please don't think of me and my thoughts. I know I have a really weird one. Um, but yeah, so how is your fridge inside decoration different from your acquaintances? So finish your plate, Bianch. What products do you still have in your cabin? Are they worth keeping them? If not, make something out of it into art. I hope the tips will help you as well. So coming to the end of the episode, what are you guys' plan upcoming week? I'm going to meet up with old friends, more working, more sporting. Hope there will be unexpected events as well. Don't forget to listen to the tracks I have shared with you. And I hope I'm gonna catch those sleep. And have a nice day, have a nice week, have a nice weekend. You'll hear from me soon. Cheers.